Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, and this is episode number 95, and it is going to be entitled Gold Rush. <clears throat> uh, for most of you who watch the Discovery Channel, you see uh, Gold Rush is on, well, at least in, in Connecticut on Friday nights. Uh, as we're talking about, Connecticut is a brisk six degrees out here, and it is 1.30 in the morning. Uh, some things I've noticed about the show over the, this last season. I've noticed they're digging a lot of holes. A lot of stuff's breaking, but I don't see any gold or anything coming out. Just long periods of nothingness. <clears throat> and it's interesting because uh, unlike uh, Bering Sea Gold or uh, <clears throat> Delius Catch, uh, when people leave on either one of those, they either drown, die, or sink in a boat. Gold rush, they just disappear. You don't know what happened to them. You don't, nobody says anything about it. <clears throat> so, let's just go over some of the characters here. Uh, just kind of give a quick overview of my thought. Parker Schnabel. Good businessman. Young got a good career ahead of him uh, dude your hair is getting a little too long you gotta you gotta do something with it I mean you know you're making millions of dollars you know haircut something just just saying uh, <clears throat> Tony beats uh, family's hardworking he's hardworking um, don't know how he doesn't freeze his balls off with that shirt halfway open in Alaska uh, weather, but what are you going to do with that one? Um, <clears throat> Todd Hoffman, yeah, and his father, Jack, eh, kind of questionable about that, you know. Of course, they were the, <clears throat> the pinnacle of why this, this show actually took off. Um, however, he's just immediate up and disappearance from the show leaves me with some questions. I'm wondering if it was that, you know, they're saying personal reasons, but I'm wondering if they just couldn't finance uh, finance enough equipment and manpower to keep going. Uh, Rick Ness, new up and coming. Uh, he'll be getting up to the top pretty soon, I'm sure. Uh, don't know what happened to the chick that was on there. Actually, both of them. Uh, the woodsy chick and she disappeared didn't show up this season and the his girlfriend or whatever the heck she was she just like disappeared too so don't know what happened to her neither um, <clears throat> like I said if you're on deadliest catch you mostly the time you're dying when they're not filming so and it shows up in like the newspapers these people they just disappear Fred and Dustin hurt uh <clears throat> I don't see Fred really being very productive uh, as far as gold recovery. Um, he wasn't when he was on Gold Rush. He wasn't on when they were doing the the white water thing. Um, Dustin, on the other other hand, has a far better shot at uh, eventually going somewhere. 
uh, Freddie Dodge, smart guy, talented guy. Um, looks like he's doing pretty good. Dave Turin, uh, Dave, I think you got too upset when you got in a fight with that guy. Shit happens. Sometimes you gotta fuck, fucking smack people. You gotta do it, dude. That's what you gotta do. Sometimes they need just a fucking slap upside the head, and that's that's what you gotta do. Don't get upset over that shit. Um, <clears throat> Fred Lewis uh, stole, you know. I gotta tell you what, honestly, for a combat medic, when he was with, with Snobble over there, uh, wherever the hell they were, uh, I think it was in Australia where all this dust and shit was getting kicked up and he's fucking dying and hacking and all that kind of shit. Uh, you know, I just can't imagine what he was like when bombs and shit were dropping by him. Um, and then he... Uh, He's back in the North America attempting to do this, and you know I, I get the hire the vet theme things, but you notice they all go from like short military haircuts to you know Grizzly Adams. Like, what is that? I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't have to look like Grizzly Adams to fucking work in Alaska or live in Alaska. You know what I'm saying? We do have. Um, I'm sure they have barber shops up there somewhere. I mean, you know, you guys are making tons of, well, not tons of money, not all of you, but most of you are making tons of money. You don't, you do not need to look like fucking Grizzly Adams, okay? So, you know, but within the initial concept and over the, over the years, the series were pretty good. You know, you would, um, you know, you would, you know, shit would happen, machinery would break down, but always at the end you would get a, you know, a tally of, let's face it, we're all, we're all there curious about the gold, like Bering Sea Gold, uh, where they're looking for that. Um, we're looking for the same thing here. With that being said, you know, we want to see some gold. We don't want to just see, you know, these, these people now, all they're filming is people digging big fucking holes and everybody bitching about how deep they have to dig. Well, you know what? What are you going to do? We, we don't want to see you digging a big hole. We want to see if, you know, doing something. Uh, just my thoughts, but, you know, come on. Um, But I'll tell you what, I did do something very interesting. My 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 father lives up uh, on the Swift River in Maine, and you know, occasionally, you know, you you'll find nuggets up up along where, in the area he's in. Uh, so I decided to make myself my own sluice. So what I did was I went to Home Depot because I'm not gonna spend a million dollars on a a four foot sluice to put in the water and and run stuff through. So I went. And I bought a piece of uh, HVAC um, heating duct. And if anybody notices, heating duct come in two pieces. So what I did was I took one piece. You know, it looks like a, a about a four foot length of uh, a box. A, a, a rectangle, more of a rectangle. 
I went and I bought a um, off of Amazon some uh, mining mat. I went and I bought a piece of uh, the uh, grates you put over something heated. Put that on top of the mats. And what I did was I made this a little longer. I made it about six foot. I wanted a little longer run just so if there was anything really small it would hopefully drop in there. Uh, still trying to figure out how to get a uh, 12 degree pitch a consistent pitch on it. I think I'm just going to make a 12 degree triangle and bolt it up near the top. And what I did was I took a, a, a air intake vent for one of the HVAC systems and I put it on the top so what you do is you just drop it in something like uh, the things that have the grizzly bars on them obviously this is a smaller version and actually it works pretty well um, so I will I have a friend of mine Frank who's up in New York uh, we both have the same interests of uh, things like that doing stuff like that and uh, you know searching for artifacts and uh, shark teeth and fossils and all you know we do all that kind of geek stuff um, but I'm really interested to see what I will can, can pull out of the Swift River um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else from Gold Rush that I had missed because I, I, I feel like I have and I just can't remember who they were um, I'm just trying to re trying to remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, a lot of the you know a lot of these people that were consistent there. Um, let me see who's the uh, there are a couple. Oh, Jim Dor Jim Dorsey. He was with Hoffman on the first uh, Jim and Jack Hoffman. The first thing he he kind of just disappeared. Um, you know, nothing really said he there. Uh, Chris Dumit, I guess he's still with uh, Parker Schnabel. Um, Greg uh, Remsburg. I don't know what happened to him. And then we had the other one, and, and, and I feel bad for, because I don't remember what his name is. I know his last name was, uh, or his first name was Harness. You know, unfortunately, uh, you know, he ended up uh, passing away, which is, you know, kind of too, you know, it was too bad because, you know, he, he was a, he was a good guy, just, you know, talented guy, a good guy. He just happened to, um, sometimes we get mixed up in the wrong things in life, you know. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anybody else I forgot. But, yes, I, I, I guys, I am getting just so tired of you digging big holes. And, uh, you know, and it's not your fault. It's it's these film crews and it's the people that are putting this movie out that are actually just showing the holes. They're not showing anything that we, uh, you know. You know who the girl was that went missing from um, 
Ruth Ness's thing was, uh, I think her name was Car Carla Ann. I think it was. She just like did a she just did a uh, a dis disappearing act. Uh, Parker's family. They all just disappeared. They were on. They were off, and then they just disappeared. And just a lot of people disappeared on that show. Um, I'm trying to trying to think if there's anyone else I forgot. Let me see. Uh, that were part of the that was actually part of the part of the cast that I I can't remember who who they all were. I mean, Beats has, Tony Beats has his daughter there, and they have a few female, uh, large equipment operators. There had to be, there were quite a few. I just can't remember who they all were. But, um, y you know, the crazy thing is, they're all young, good-looking girls. But man, if you ever got them pissed, they would whoop your ass. I mean, you would just you would just spill out of a plastic bag if they ever got their hands out around your neck. So, um, and again, like I said, this series started in 2010. We are now. What are we in? What we are? We should be in the 12th series, I believe. Um, it's kind of interesting, you know, getting back to uh, Fred Lewis, I, I was reading a couple articles, um, actually on Twitter, uh, you know, um, kind of bashing him. Yeah, I kind of bash him myself, to be honest with you, you know, I mean, I, I just figured, you know, I just, I just don't like when these military guys, you know, that that's what they are, and they come, they, they want to look like freaking, you know, just like Grizzly Adams, just stop it. You know, just, just stop it. And stop being so fucking friendly. Just, you know, cuss people out, tell them to get their fucking ass in gear and, and, you know, just stop being a nice guy to them. I mean, Jesus. You know what, if they don't want to fucking work, you know, don't let the door hit you on the, in your ass on the way out. Um... Jack Hoffman, that's another strange dude. Um, you know, I'm not really sure too much about what he, he's about. I mean, I, I'm sure he was the pinnacle of this too, just like uh, Todd Hoffman, but God, you know what? Gotta put some more. You gotta put a little more interesting thing. I mean, uh, you know, listen. I, I get it. You're you're busting your ass there all day. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. Um, and who the hell was Kayla Johnson? I, I wonder if she she was the one that was on Gold Rush White Waters. I'm just trying to find Rick Rick Ness's. Uh, Oh yeah, she was up there. I think her name was Maria. Was that it? And she just disappeared too. I mean, it's like gone. I mean, Jesus. And what happened to these people? Like, 
Yeah, I think, and the other one I think was uh, Carla Ann Carlton. I think that was the, that was the mountain, mountainy, the woodsy chick. And I think the uh, the one uh, Ness was dating is uh, Lise Marie. I, I think he has. I think he has a, a good possibility. Him and him and his new crew. He they may pull ahead real fast. Although you know who I was surprised uh, on, uh, who really started doing really well was uh, Vern Atkinson on the uh, uh, the Bering Sea Gold. Um, with the ice thing, I I don't know if I would do that to be quite honest with you. You know. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know if I got enough balls for that, but uh, he did actually pretty good this year. He he and um, Tom Ranke were pretty neck and neck, although you don't see the old man Tom Ranke anymore. He just kind of faded out into the uh, the abyss. Um, the new uh, Bering Sea Gold... Now I'm trying to remember. There's Bering Sea Gold, and then where one they're on the water, but it's open water during the summer. And then there's Bering Sea Gold, where they're under the ice. I don't think it's the same exact name, but give or take, um, this year is supposed to be pretty good with the uh, just them being on the water um, <clears throat> themselves. Uh, some really crazy shit going on, and of course you got the uh, you got the Kellys. The, um, yeah, I just, I just don't get it. The Kellys remind me of the uh, the uh, Fred Lewis's of uh, Bering Sea Gold. <laughs> you know, I just gotta say it. I mean, Jesus. And you know, I gotta ask you guys, how the, f you know what? Listen, it's six degrees out here in Connecticut. Everybody we're freezing our ass off. But how the hell do you deal with that freaking weather up there? And by the way, you got so many damn sand pits out there. Why isn't anybody setting up anything to shoot at? That would be my thing. <clears throat> if I wasn't working and eating, I'd be shooting shit. And you got a lot of land up there. Have a little fun while you're out there. Well, but that's my take on the gold rush. You know, this uh, this this new season is just too much ditch digging, not enough gold production. Uh, it's it seems like the um, it just seems like the people that are you know putting the show out there are more interested in just covering you know just filling in. Um, They're just throwing bolstered material in there just to fill up the show, the show times. Um, not really into it this year because they're not uh, really not doing anything. Um, you know, Parker's not at the site really that much anymore. Um, you know, Fred Lewis is still trying to figure out what the heck he's doing. Uh, you got Rick Ness trying to dig this eight zillion foot hole into the ground to 
hopefully pull up some gold. You got Tony Beats, is, you know, he's bought all this new equipment and stuff's going down left and right, and he's just floating on top of the water just to make ends meet right now. And <clears throat> um, this season, not very entertaining. You know, uh, last couple were, this one, eh. So I, I think I'm going to have to give it to uh, Bering Sea Gold this year. Um, but until the next episode, this is episode number 95. I am Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. And just remember, if you're floating around out in a boat on the Bering Sea, you got hunks of ice floating around your ass, and you're it's going to probably hit your boat and sink you. And then you're going to turn into a human cube, you know, uh, ice cube. Just think to yourself, why are you there? Why are you out there in a boat with icebergs floating around you? Walking on ice that could just break away and you could go sailing out into the ocean somewhere. And your new neighbors will be seals or whatever the hell jumps up on that. And maybe a polar bear, I don't know. I don't know how far far out there the polar bears go, but I guess if they think they're going to get something to eat, they'll go out there. So, just remember, if you're ever out there floating around on a chunk of ice, it's going to melt. And then, if something doesn't eat you while you're floating to the bottom, or not floating, sinking to the bottom, maybe one of those big king crabs will... What, is it, what do they call them? Biomasses or just big big masses of crab just moving around all over the bottom. And why the hell do crab, why the hell did the crab meat go up so much this year? I mean, shit. It's still the same crab. It went up from like 20-something dollars a pound to freaking, you know, I am not paying $39 a pound for a goddamn crab. A king crab. I'll do a cheap rock crab or a dungeon crab. I ain't paying that much. Shit, I go out in the damn pier and I'll go, go catching blue shell crabs. I ain't paying that much for lobster neither. You know, freaking freaking small lobsters used to be about fourteen dollars the 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 pound and a quarter ones. Now the damn things are, you know, what thirty nine thirty nine forty dollars. Get the hell out of here. You know what the Europeans used to call them back in the sixteen hundreds, sea roaches because there were so many of them. You know, I ain't paying that much for a damn lobster. I can go up to Maine, throw a lobster pot out myself again for free. It's the freaking economy. These people are just, you know what, everybody's getting ripped off. But, on that note, just remember, if you're in a dark, dark room, dark alley, dark parking lot, and you hear footsteps behind you, you better know where the front or the back door is, or we will be talking about you next. And this is Michael C. Bouchard, episode 95, Gold Rush, and we will see you at episode 96.